0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim White. The theme today both the ALCS and LCS. For October 20th, the theme in baseball is blown leads. Blown leads by two teams that not just had the lead in the game, but had the lead in the series. And now, in one instance, in the American League, it is completely flipped. And now in the National League with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, the Philadelphia Phillies blew the lead today. They blew the series lead, and it is now even in anyone's series to win. What? What are you doing? What? 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 Like, okay, okay, I'll put it on in a minute, but, like, damn, that is just, okay, this bullpen, the bullpen have been great. Eventually, when you got to go to this many guys, you're going to have some trouble, and they had some trouble today. Congratulations to the Diamondbacks up off the mat. They just kept coming tonight. That has been the problem for Arizona until tonight, really. Even they they won yesterday's game, and that was the Brandon Fott game today. What did they kept saying in the, the in the broadcast? It was the 23 year olds. It was it was Alec Thomas. It was Moreno. It was Cattell Marte again. This was the first game we have seen this series where the Diamondbacks were able to stack base runners, stack hits, score runs, and the Philadelphia Phillies, when one got go- got got on, got going, were not able to, 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 to put an end to it. The Diamondbacks did it today. They earned it, and this series is now even. And anybody that thought that the Phillies were on their way, this guy included, It's reset time. It is reset time. It is who's hot. It is who wants it more. It is who's going to catch the breaks. We have a fantastic couple of games lined up here now in the NLCS because now we're going to get back to the aces. And whose aces do you like more, Tony? Thank you for the super chat, my friend. Let's go D-back. Super chat for my man, Jim. Tony, thank you for that one. I do appreciate that. That just happened. Thank you for that donation. Tony, we're going to get into this series. We're going to talk about, really, this is a blown job by the Phillies and a, and again, the credit has to be handed to the Diamondbacks. We will do that. They just kept coming. It is a brand new series. We're going to get into all of that. I had thought that we would spend time in this live stream talking, revisiting the Astros and the Rangers. And maybe we will, but there's a lot to talk about right here with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Welcome in, everybody. Do appreciate you being here. This is a special YouTube live stream podcast recording, recording, bringing the two together. The Barreled Up podcast and Ball Cap Sports coming together for this live stream. Welcome in those watching on YouTube. If you have not yet, make sure to subscribe to the Barreled Up pod. Thank you again, Tony. I do appreciate that. So let's get into this thing. Let's talk about it. This job by the Philadelphia Phillies. And everybody that is with me live on YouTube, hit that like. We have our live like goal. Let's smash that like. We got there real quick earlier with the Astros and the Rangers stream. So those of you here now, you got to try to beat them. They were there within, what were with we, nine minutes, I think. Okay. Let's talk about this thing. Let's drive into this. Big John Tech Reviews. Jim's. these LCS are keeping you on your toes. Yes, they are. And I love it because up until really last, last night, this game, we had not seen the tense Late game heroics, magic. We hadn't seen much for the most part. When I'm doing my prep for these shows, I pretty much have everything done by the eighth inning, and I'm just watching the game come to its conclusion. But these last yesterday with the late game heroics in the NLCS, with the AL, the the Rangers and the Astros earlier, and then with this one today, we have some fantastic games happening right now because. Because what do we have? We have elimination on the horizon. You have the Diamondbacks down 0-2. Backs against the wall. Time to get up, get motivated, and get going. Same thing with Houston. Going on the road. Down 0-2. Time to get motivated and get this thing back. We're better than this. That's what Arizona's telling themselves when they're down 0-2. That is what Houston's telling themselves when they're down 0-2. So we have players coming through In big moments with the pressure coming through. And then we have guys that are not coming through. Specifically, the man on screen right now. And that is Craig Kimbrell. Back to back now for Craig Kimbrell. Uh, Tony, thank you. Another super chat coming in. Is this the last time the Phillies go to Kimbrell? I think the Phillies will still dominate at home. But if it wasn't for Kimbrell, the series is over. I don't know. Is this the last time the Phillies go to Kimbrell? I think the Phil's will still yeah. dominate at home, but if it wasn't for Kimbrell, this series is over. No, yes, I, I think that you probably uh you'll probably get a day off from Craig Kimbrell tomorrow. There will be no Craig Kimbrel in game five. That I am confident about. You can't do it. You just can't. If you do, it's like six to nothing. Cause you have an off day, so you can could throw somebody out there for a third straight day. But if it's if it's somebody that has not been pitching well, like Kirkring, like Kimbrell, it can't do it. This was not a good job by the Philadelphia Phillies. You had a five. You were down to nothing. Great job coming back. National League Championship Schwarber ignited this thing. Before you knew it, by the sixth, it was a five to two game. By the seventh, it was a five to two game. But the Diamondbacks just kept on coming. We're at a spot where it again, not just a blown game. It is a blown series lead. I don't know if the Phillies are just not. Matching the intensity. It's it's tough to, listen, it's tough to manufacture backs are against the wall, to fake it, to try to pull it out of thin air when it's not really there. The whole backs against the wall, if we lose, the season's over. You can't fake that. You just want to be the better team. The Diamondbacks, for two straight games now, are out there, Backs against the wall, seasons over if we lose. That's been their energy. That's been their mentality. All around Lacey, I don't blame you. If I was a Philadelphia Phillies fan, I know, my Phillies, I'm embarrassed today to throw this thing on. If I put this thing on, people are going to leave. People aren't going to stay. People aren't even going to come in. Because this was just, I mean, listen, I'll come back. I'll come back to it. But. You have the Diamondbacks with just a different kind of energy in these games because they have to have that. Now the Philadelphia Phillies will go into a situation starting tomorrow. If they don't win, then their season could be over just like that. I said it yesterday, and I kind of misspoke. I talked about how when you get into an elimination game, I misspoke and I said it's no longer about talent that it is about a ball going just foul for you and just fair for them or a bad strike call for you and a good one for them or 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 or, or it, the inches right which it is about those things obviously the talent is still going to get you there it becomes almost more about the talent More about how great can Zach Wheeler be? How great can Zach Gallen be? It is about that, but more so those little things, the call here, the call there, which can be big things. The inches on either side of the foul line or just out of the reach become blown way up. So now the Philadelphia Phillies are going to enter that mode, a mode that the Diamondbacks went into two days ago and have been playing with. Will we see a different Phillies team when that happens? Arizona's still in that mode. Arizona's been in that mode for two days. They are going to still be in that mode tomorrow, knowing, maybe even more so, knowing that we got to get this one because this is Zach Gallen. We didn't get the game yesterday. We got to get, or we didn't get, we didn't get his game when he started in game one. We got to get this one. Because we cannot go back to Philly, similar mindset that Houston would be had tonight. We cannot go back to the other team's park down in this series. It cannot happen. It is a no way, no shot, can't let it happen. So you lock in. There is a new level. There is a new lock-in level that you can go to. When you find those moments again, you can't fake it. It's really genuinely got to be there. Justin Verlander talked about it in his pregame, and he talked about. And again, you're always trying to win. The, you're always trying to win the games, but in the postseason, there's a. It's a different kind of trying to win the game. It's a different level that you go to. We refer to it as October baseball, and right, it is the general overlying underlying. It is it is what we call October baseball. And it is just that. Finding that new level of consciousness, that new locked-in energy, that new mode that you didn't know you had until you were presented with a certain feeling, a certain energy inside of you. That's where the Diamondbacks went when they went down 0-2. So... Philadelphia Phillies, not a good job, not good. Great stuff by the Arizona Diamondbacks because tonight they were relentless. Yeah, it, it went back to yesterday. The Braden Fott start was a whole different, uh, a whole different level uh, of 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 motivation. Uh, they just they just had it yesterday. He had it yesterday. Today the bats. Had it and they just kept coming. This was a game where you knew you knew that you were going to see probably seven or eight Diamondbacks pitchers, and what you expect to happen happened. Guys are going to come in, they're not going to have it. Mantiply had it, Frias had it, Nelson didn't. Castro's giving up runs, ranks giving up runs. You're getting runs on Thompson. You're getting runs on the bullpen, guys. But on the other side, the Phillies find themselves in the same situation because Sanchez gets taken out in the third inning. And the Philadelphia Phillies basically use everybody today. And that's the problem when you have to go That many. Someone's just not going to have it. And sometimes that someone is the guy who's supposed to be your closer. Craig Kimbrell did not have it. Soto didn't have it. Kirkring didn't have it. Amazingly, Kirkring only allowed the one inherited run in, but he didn't have it. And the fact that you even went to him in that spot, is that a mistake by Thompson? He knows the situation. He's like, it's all hands on deck. We got to go. Sanchez was on the third. Everybody. It's interesting that we didn't see Tyron Walker in this game. Very interesting that we did not see Tyron Walker because I, I, you got to go back to, you got to go to Wheeler tomorrow. You absolutely have to. I'm checking the preview. Yeah. Wheeler's lined up. Wheeler is teed up for tomorrow's start. It's going to be Wheeler against Gallon. I love that, by the way. Why, why was there no Tyron Walker tonight? Philadelphia Phillies fans, those that listen to all the pregame, listen to all the postgame, I'm going to need you to to, to be out there and and somebody come back to me. Tell me, why the hell was there no Taiwan Walker today? With the situation being what it was, when you had to take Sanchez out in the third inning, Taiwan Walker should have been right there, ready to go. The boombox, exactly. Not using Walker was a poor choice by Philadelphia. He should have been there. If anything, to give that bullpen an opportunity to not get taxed, to not have to use everybody. Those of you watching on YouTube, again, this is a collaboration, the Barreled Up Podcast and Ball Cap Sports on YouTube together in this live stream. Make sure to hit that like. Those of you on YouTube, we are only 34 likes away from the like goal. Would love to get there in the next minute. If you haven't used your like, please do. Uh, David Lacey, I am pissed off, annoyed, and disgusted, but I am not a freaking quitter. Love watching all the bandwagon jumpers jumping already. It's only tied 2-2. We aren't down yet. No doubt about it. And who would be... I have to ask this. Who would be jumping? Um, I, I, there, There shouldn't be. Now, I'll say this. I'll say this. There certainly are... There are casual fans that are just riding a wave. And the Philadelphia Phillies wave kind of seems like it's cresting. It's not as strong and as powerful as the Diamondbacks wave. So maybe you just have casual fans that are not Phillies or Diamondbacks fans and they're just looking, they're just rooting. Uh, I gotta think that the Philly Philly fans are still locked in and engaged because you've got you got a couple guys coming that you gotta feel good. You have you have Wheeler. You have Nola. Nola will be pitching at home where he's been fantastic this year. But again, let's get back to the Diamondbacks because one of the things that we saw tonight, thirteen likes to go, everybody. Thirteen, lucky number thirteen. If you have not yet, eleven now. Pump that like button. I know YouTube makes it annoying. You got to close the live chat if you're on your phone and then reopen it and hit the button, all that whole stuff. But I do appreciate you taking those steps. It will help with the live stream. Thank you so much again, those of you that have and are going to. This Diamondbacks team had a tough time stacking hits, stacking runs, getting rallies together all series. Even yesterday, even the game that they won, there were still opportunities that were missed. Today, though, the Diamondbacks came through and they were able to get the job done. Four for 12 with runners in scoring position. 4-for-12 might not sound like it's lighting the world on fire, but that is a solid batting average. That is a solid job. And again, it was good enough to get the job done today. Win the Phillies. This is what I thought was great about how Arizona went through today. And thank you guys. We just launched way past the light goal. Thank you guys. What I saw with the Diamondbacks that I really liked The 2-0 lead, that was a great start because, again, you know you got a bullpen day. You got to get runs up early. Gives you some confidence. Boom. You did that. When Philly came back and put up five unanswered runs, and for the most part, the fourth and the fifth innings, while Philly was putting up runs, not a whole lot was going on. In the sixth, when Philly got to four, and it was four to two, and you're starting to think, oh, here we go, especially with how the Phillies' bullpen's been going, this does not look good for us. The Diamondbacks were able to go out there, and in the sixth, even though they didn't get anything across, they put up a rally. They got a couple of runners on. They got a walk. They got a single from Pavin Smith. Guriel was called out on strikes. Longoria flew out. They they you can see that they're they're fighting. They're trying to get back into this game. They still believe, which obviously you would expect them to. In the seventh inning, they do get a run back. Now it's five to two. In the seventh inning, you get a single from Perdomo, a walk from Marte. You get a walk from Moreno. This is a little bit of, again, depending on what side of the fence you're on, this is the Kirk ring inning. But again, credit the Diamondbacks. Credit Gabby Moreno. Credit Gabby Moreno. Traded Moreno. Kept Kirk. Gabby Moreno, also a rookie. Understanding in the moment. That Kirkring is struggling, doesn't bail him out. He is out there like a vet. A seasoned veteran draws the walk. Great job by Gabriel Moreno. Keeps things moving. Walker walks. That gets a run across the board, and now it's a two-run game, and you feel like you still got a shot. Uh, Let's see. Uh, David, Jim, another stack against us was until 4 or 5 p.m. The Diamondbacks had the roof open. And yes, it was 100 degrees. You know, you close the roof. The ball does not fly. Phillies need homers. True. They do. They still should have got for real. Phillies should have won this game. You're up five to two going into the bottom of the seventh. You need to win this game. I don't know why it hasn't played, but I saw the Super Chat came over from Midtown Cabinetry and Designs. Again, if you live in the greater Midtown area, make sure to check out Midtown Cabinetry and Designs for all of your cabinetry and designing needs. The ump's been awful this playoff. Mm. Radar slash disputes can't come soon enough. Mm. Last year, everyone high-fived Pat Hoberg for a perfect ball slash strike Mm. game. BS. It's coming. I am Midtown, I am fairly certain... That the day is coming where batters, catchers will be allowed to challenge balls and strikes. I One thing I like about baseball, I like the catcher to, again, it drives people crazy because they see the rectangle on the screen and it's like, that's not in the, that's not in the... That's outside. That's outside. That's a ball. You can't call that a strike. It happens all the time. I appreciate catchers that can frame and get their pitchers a strike. I appreciate that. Now, now that just, just let me let me add more to that. If the ball is egregiously outside or egregiously inside, I don't like that. I also don't like an inconsistent strike zone. If the ball is, let's call it two or three shadows outside, and that's called a strike, well, then that strike zone better at least be somewhat consistent. The ball cannot then be inside and also a strike. So I, one thing I, I hope that I, I want catchers to be able to frame... If we go to the automatic strike zone, we will lose that art form. And on October 21st, I don't know how I feel about that. But it is what it is. Um, D-Rod, no, I don't believe so. I do not believe so whatsoever. I do not believe framing is a form of cheating. So if if you were to say that, then you can say stealing bases is a form of cheating. (laughs) Okay. So you're trying to steal a strike, trying to steal a base. There is an element in this game that supports being devious. But we got to I understand we st- we want the game called right. We want we want we want teams to win or lose and when they do we don't want it to be on mistakes by the people who are calling the outs, calling the balls, calling the strikes. Uh, Carlos. That there was one on Brandon Marsh. Yep, that's one of them. But it ha- I mean, universally, universally, uh, I saw it a couple times today. Uh, I believe there was a yard on Alvarez at bat. There was a yard on Alvarez at bat in the Texas and uh, Houston game. Where it, and at this point, I'll be honest. I was I I was out having ice cream with my kid, but he's a big baseball. Uh, he's a big baseball nut, so he wants to keep track of what's going on with it, too. So we have the game cast up, and I see a ball for Jordan Alvarez that is inside. First pitch called a strike, and then the next pitch was outside, and it was in that gray area. It was in the black, and that was also called a strike. So we, it happens all the time. Anyway, um, anyway, Diamondbacks, back to the credit to them. Not giving up. Putting pressure on in the sixth, applying pressure in the seventh. Now, I argue that Arizona maybe could have gotten more in the bottom of the seventh. But you know what? Hey, it's it, it made it a two-run game. It got to a point where in your mind, you're thinking, if we get somebody on, the tying run's coming up. And that's big. And then in the bottom of the eighth, Gurriel with the double to lead it off against Craig Kimbrell, and that's perfect because, listen, Craig Kimbrell is not going to tell you that he is rattled. Craig Kimbrell may not be rattled, but if Craig Craig Kimbrell goes out there and gives off a leadoff double after how things have been going lately, he in the back of his mind is going to say, oh, shit. Even though he believes, and you got to believe this at this level, I'm going to get the next guy out. That's what he's thinking, but in the back of his mind, he's like, shit, and that shit is enough to crack through, because Arizona did. Longoria lined out, but then Alec Thomas coming off the bench. Alec Thomas is a really good baseball player, was a top prospect for the Arizona Diamondbacks, did not have a stellar season this year, so he kind of fell off the radar, Alec Thomas next year is going to have a massive season, in my opinion. Alec Thomas with a big moment here. That home run tied the game, but then it just kept going. That's where you're supposed to get out of it if you're Craig Kimbrell. But he didn't. Gabby Moreno comes up with the big hit to give Arizona the lead. Moreno today, two for four, right? Moreno. Two for three with two walks. I'm a Blue Jays fan. We all know this. I am a Blue Jays fan. And it hurts. The Gurriel stuff, He's has not been electric in this round, but he's coming up with some stuff. The Gabby Moreno thing is really starting to hurt and eat at me because this guy coming up was... Told to me, it was told to me that this guy's the future. This guy is the elite. This guy is the next big thing. I even did a video. I can't remember if it's still live or if it's members only right now, but I did a Gabriel Moreno video called The Next Big Thing. And he was the prince that was promised to go to an old Game of Thrones reference. And they traded him. After a decent start last year, they traded him for a guy that is great at bunting. They traded him for a guy that carries a two ten batting average. I get that he's a good base runner, Dalton Varsho. I get that he's good in the field. That's wonderful. But you know what? Gabriel Moreno is great behind the dish. Gabriel Moreno is a gold glove finalist. He's probably not going to win it. I think JT is going to win that. But Gabriel Moreno is showing that in clutch postseason moments, he's not afraid The heartbeat is under control. It has to be to draw that walk in the, what was that? The seventh inning, the walk in the seventh inning, and then come through with the hit in the eighth inning. Arizona Diamondbacks fan, you have something special. We used to have that special thing. And I hate that we don't have it anymore. And this is not a hindsight thing. When they did that trade, I hated that trade way back in the offseason. Now, Kirk, maybe they could not have had Kirk in that deal. Arizona was like, no, we don't want Kirk. No, we don't want Kirk. Kirk's good at framing. One of the qualities that's probably going to be gone. That's, That's Kirk's defensive quality, catching, is his framing. Gabby Moreno is all about the defensive outs the pop time the arm strength that's moreno kirk does not have the arm strength or the pop time but he's got the framing and the framing is about to become irrelevant when we start challenging balls and strikes so dumbass ross atkins and mark Shapiro didn't even have the wherewithal to understand that kirk is going to be obsolete soon because his framing isn't going to mean shit don't get me started gabby moreno is going to be a superstar in this league, and it's not going to be in a Blue Jays uniform. Anyway, good job by the Diamondbacks in this game to come back relentlessly. And now it's a brand new series. Brand new series, everybody. We are going to go. Bam, no, he can't. He can't. And when he does, he doesn't hit the damn ball hard. Okay, I'm moving on brand new series now and it's fantastic you're gonna have gallon against wheeler that you think is advantage philly but there is again something stirring in here inside arizona that you can't fake you can't manufacture it's just got to be there so you've got a big situation coming up with gallon against wheeler you've got nola then going up against it'll be merrill kelly We've got two more games in this series. Arizona is going to be able to throw out both of their horses, and that's huge because that changes everything. And if you get to Game 7, Brandon Fott, that man, comes back around. It'll be in Philly this time, so that'll be something really interesting to see. But it is a brand-new series now that is anybody's to win. You will not hear me one more second utter, it might be over in either direction. Philly wins tomorrow, you're not going to hear it. Diamondbacks win tomorrow, you're not going to hear it. This is anybody's series. Whatever Sharpio said in the press. IDC. Yeah. I would have still traded for Varshu, but I would have gave up another top prospect. Should have traded Kirk. I'm with you, Raul. Thank you for the donation on that one. Brand new series, Phillies in Arizona. It's going to be Amazing.